0: Hey everyone, here's our newest clip from our newest Overtime episode. If you would want to get the whole thing, go over to patreon.com slash workstoppage and drop us $5 a month and you can get access to to the full thing. Uh, If you can't afford that, go ahead and hop in the Discord and message one of us and we would be happy to hook you up because we want everyone to get this awesome information. I actually even made this clip just a little bit longer just so that, you know, you have a little bit more fun with it. Anyway, we'll see you next time. As always, labor peace is not in our interest.
1: Solidarity forever. And so that, <laughs> at the end of the 70s, rolling into 1980, is the environment labor wise in which you have the beginning. Of the Reagan era. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Yeah, there's just like crash of lightning. And it's just like, like I don't know, cause of crows and all the other, like <laughs> a rush of bats flies by the, uh, the microphone. Um, and so that's the sort of, the framework going on between labor and capital that was happening when Reagan got elected. And so by this time you already have several years of like the corporations figuring out how to do PAC spending labor unions, trying to catch up and completely failing because there's a structural imbalance there that you can't overcome. Um, and so you end up with an absolutely incredibly pro business and anti worker environment with this leg Reagan landslide. And so there was some attempted pushback, sort of nominally, <laughs> uh, on on Reagan's openly anti labor policies. Like the AFL CIO called a series of marches in Washington under the banner of Solidarity Day. Uh, then the nineteen eighty one mm. event brought two hundred fifty thousand unionists to D.C. Like that's not, I mean, that's no small thing. Quarter of a million people, that's pretty big. But the unfortunately. This was all within a business unionist framework. So it wasn't we're bringing a quarter of a million organized workers to D.C. to make demands to say, hey, Congress, I don't care that you just got your super right ring president that you wanted. Like the, the workers are hurting and we're going to stick around and camp out or just at the very least stay out on strike until we actually see some demands. Instead, they used the rallying of a quarter million people to DC as a fundraising maneuver Mm. to lobby for more Democrats.
0: Well, what this is like the non early nonprofit brain,
1: yeah. No, I mean, very much so. It's so like there's which it is. This is one of those things we look back on this, you know, 40 years later. I can't imagine like getting being able to get like a quarter of a million trade unionists together to all march down to the same city, down to DC and then just be like, and that's why you got to vote folks. (laughs) Yeah. what,
2: What are you doing? I mean, like, I mean, like you said, they could have camped out. They could have just stayed on strike. I mean, they could have just marched around for a few days and like went home, but instead they like showed up in Washington and they were like, we demand, that you empower half of these people who are already <laughs> running the show
1: more. Yeah, like, we just had four years of a total democratic control of the government. We got nothing. nothing. Maybe <laughs> if we give them more money, we'll get something.
3: Mm.
0: <laughs> anyway. And,
1: and so, unsurprisingly, these Solidarity Day rallies didn't amount to much. There's a reason you haven't probably haven't heard of them. Um, because without a solid list of demands, without any sort of tying this to holding up the point of production, without any sort of concrete proposals that they were demanding, they didn't amount to anything. I, and 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 during this time, during these like really hard anti-labor years, where you're seeing concessionary contract after concessionary contract after concessionary contract, where you just have labor completely in retreat with internationals taking pay cuts and benefit cuts and wage freezes and, and all, and, and introducing two tier contracts and all of these like backpedaling maneuvers claiming that though we have to accept this, otherwise they're going to close the plant and we're going to mm-hmm. lose all these jobs with, with no attempt to push back by the major internationals. I did just want to highlight a couple of examples of pushback by individual locals. So like UAW local 14, which represented workers at an auto parts plant, AP parts in Toledo, Ohio. They were given as part of this wave of concessions. They were given this, this concession filled contract. And they're like, well, this is in line with all the other ones that UAW is accepting across the board. You just got to accept it. And the local 14 was just like, no, fuck that. Like we we're still doing good work. There's no, like we didn't fuck any of this up. Why should we take a pay cut? And so they went on strike and, the company, you know, unsurprisingly, as we see all the time, they tried to bring in scabs. But unlike a lot of the stuff that we see now because of the level of violent repression we see now when, when unions try to do this, uh, the workers didn't just stand there and say, hey, please don't come in. <laughs> they, When they saw the company trying to bring in scabs, they blockaded the plant to prevent the scabs from coming in. And when the cops showed up to say, no, you got to get out of the way. You got to let them come in. <laughs> The striking UAW workers fought the cops and <laughs> kept the scabs from reaching the plant. That's so fucking awesome. <laughs> I love you this. Would,
2: that, It's been so heavily criminalized to do shit like this now. You would probably yeah. not get away with it anymore. But like, yeah, back in the 80s, <laughs> you could just fistfight the
1: cops. Yeah. And like they they stayed on strike for nine months, kept the scabs out, and- D- despite having basically no support from the national union at first, I believe there was like a little bit of belated support when they realized that the workers had rallied the community around them and then not supporting them was a bad look, mm-hmm. but it was not the full throated support that these workers deserved. And and like I said, they stayed out there for nine months and while they didn't end up, you know, stopping every concession that was was trying to be forced on them by the company. They ended up with a contract that was much better than pretty much any of the other comparable contracts that were the concessionary ones that were being pushed on all of similar auto parts plants at the time, and ones that the International Union was like, "No, you should just accept this. Don't worry about it. it sucks, but we just got to take it." And and so this is one of those instances that I think is important to highlight because. Sometimes I've seen this portrayed as well, you know, there was all these concessions but it's just that's how the economy was. There's nothing the workers can do. It was just rough times. And it's like, no, (laughs) like we, we have counter examples that unions that didn't have anywhere near the support they could have gotten and should have gotten, were still able because they stood their ground to actually hold off a lot of this stuff. And, and so if you would actually had a nationally coordinated fight back against these one that actually empowered workers like this, you know, UAW local 14 that Mm -hmm. actually said, Hey, if you've got militant Organizers in your union, fucking promote them, have them lead this stuff because now is the time when we need those people who are willing to go out there and tell the boss to fuck off. <laughs> That's
2: yeah, right. well, and just look at what the bosses are doing in the meantime. Like, I'm sure in an overwhelming number of examples, they're still giving themselves raises, you no. know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's- and they're yeah, still I mean, claiming
2: record profits. They're still giving out more dividends to shareholders. Like none of that's going away. Well, and the, the money's the, there. Re-
0: yeah. yeah, and the rhetoric behind like the oh the workers, they, they, there's, there's nothing we can do is a specific uh, like strategy of non-education towards the working people, the rank and file that are actually out there creating mm-hmm. the actual. Uh, Things that make the economy go, uh and, and to just say, "Oh, we're just at the whims of the economy." And I'm like, "Yo, motherfucker, we are the economy."
2: Yeah. That's right. I mean, 100. Uh, well, and also they assume you don't read the quarterly finance reports, which you probably don't. But if you have a union, you guys should all get together and be like, "Do any of you have legal or financial training?" And like, if someone does, be like, "Hey, do you want to help explain these quarterly financial reports to us so we know exactly how we're getting
1: fucked?" Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, absolutely. I mean, we you, we've seen this uh, modern example. The 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 Warrior Matt Cole strikers are mm-hmm. on strike right now. Uh, they didn't go protest BlackRock randomly like they looked into it they Mm -hmm. they dug into the finances they knew that blackrock is the single biggest investor in the warrior met coal company and so they went to go try and you know hit them where their money comes from and and so like that's not a you know hypothetical theoretical a pie in the sky idea it's like the 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 organized workers know how to do this stuff and so another example is Uh, when there's a mining firm, A.T. Massey, that refused to accept the UMWA master agreement for coal mining. And so rather than, you know, just backing down and saying, well, you know, times are tough and some companies aren't doing as well, the workers struck and and picketed the mine, but also expanded their picket to a boycott of Shell, which uh, was the parent company of A.T. Massey, and tied it to Shell's operations in apartheid South Africa. They even brought in a former member of the National Miners Union of South Africa to run the boycott campaign.
0: Wow, international solidarity? How? Wow. And I just, you know, you don't hear this one very often, folks. Well, actually, you really don't. And and really, honestly, it's one of the reasons why we try to push it on the show so much because of how effective it is.
1: Yeah, because, like, they, by escalating this to a, a political level, because this is, again, this is another thing where you'll hear sometimes about, like, when, like when we talked about, even that what was it, Adolf Strasser, I think that guy from 1890s, mm-hmm. from the AFL, talking about how we're just fighting for day-to-day issues, we don't have an ultimate, uh, ultimate aim. It's like, okay, well, what's that going to get you? Uh, a lot of narrow strikes that don't win <laughs> whereas if you actually understand the interconnectedness of of all of these issues you can tie it to hot button important political issues like you know companies that supported apartheid and that was successful for these workers they forced AT Massey back to the table to accept the the master agreement and the strike was eventually called off because they won <laughs> And, and this again, without the full throated support of the UMWA, like national structure. So uh, there were locals that fought this stuff, and, and even with some success. But unfortunately, a lot of them were viewed not with like joy or or inspiration or solidarity by the leadership of the major. Unions and labor federations and outside agitators. Exactly, it was like, "Hey, these guys are are they're making all this trouble? They're screwing up our national plans. They're they are not sticking with the program. They aren't following the chain of command, etc., etc., etc." And a lot of this, like these these locals, were viewed with horror and and and, and internal derision by business union leadership and. As a part of this, a lot of these locals were retaliated against where you either had like militant leadership removed from their posts or, as I said before, some of these pl- locals placed into receivership or merged into larger other locals to then dilute the amount of power the more militant groups would have within them. And, and there, so there was like essentially an attack on some of the more made militant locals, not from the corporate side of things but from the business union leadership itself, because they were viewed as a threat to the established power of these class collaborationist union leaders.
0: Yeah. Uh, And our, our next example is actually one where uh, I went to an eighties Halloween party dressed up as one of these striking workers that we're going to talk about (laughs) next, because it was an eighties style party. I'm like, what the fuck? The eighties fucking sucked. Who would I even like, like dress up as? And, it's the PAC co workers, folks.
3: Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Communication Workers of America. United Campus Workers of Georgia, 3265. Bitch. Ah, ah. It's. They're clocking for a 50 bucks And bear the coffin of like 60 thrifty judge And get spit on like sitting ducks And they are sick of getting fucked So you ever wanted to honor them? Here's my ass for all my hominins Collective bargaining Amazon and Target and FedEx and Walmart And into parking whole foods Till we all get what we ought to get Workers run the company That isn't the argument So are you with them? Are you in? El Pueblo, you need a Hamas Vencido, el pueblo, you need to será vencido, el pueblo, unido, jama será vencido, jama será vencido. Cause fucking what? That's what organized labor does And not even sort of It's more of the crux Taking the power from hoarders of bucks Big bankers offshore and they cuts Returning the value of labor To those who created the billionaires. Oh, it's us So if you're jaded entirely About waking up early The earning bag If you sad about burning If you got a curious turning And had it with passively lurking We got your back And we happy to have you Out on the picket line Actively working Go in. Which side are you on?